Welcome to Frequency Matters, the RF and Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with my co-host Gary LaRude. It's our annual holiday edition, and we're sporting our Smith Chart embroidered elf hats, which is a tradition. Right, thanks to Janice. Yes, and so we looked at our December military and government electronics issue last episode, so I thought in this one we'd do something special for the holiday. So we've been back to trade shows for the first yeah. time in 2022. We got to shake hands and hug people for the first time in a couple of years. Yeah. So it was great to see everybody. So I thought we'd do something special and show you some photos from trade shows of the RF families that we visited. Gary, why don't you kick it off? Okay. Well, we start with the satellite show in Washington, D.C., which was in March. The event had close to 12,000 participants, giving us a chance to attend a normal trade show and catch up, as Pat said, with many companies for the first time since COVID. Despite COVID, the highlights from the event showed the industry had not stopped working on millimeter wave active phased arrays and 3D printed components for antennas, waveguide, and connectors. And next was IMS 2022, and it was close to back to normal with 6,500 total attendees and 450 exhibiting companies. It took place in Denver in June. And it was very energetic. Everybody was happy to see each other. It was the first time that the big industry gathering had really gotten together in two years. And 5G and SATCOM continue to be areas of growth that we saw there. But it was good to see some of the emerging markets taking place like 6G, quantum, and hypersonics, and they're gaining momentum in the market. A couple of very interesting technologies that I saw there were transparent antenna on display solutions and the emergence of RF glass. There were several companies showing very high frequency solutions there. And IMS added the Systems Pavilion this year, and they'll continue that next year, so they're trying to expand into other areas. So I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody in San Diego. It should be a great event next year. And in September, we flew to Milan for European Microwave 2022, which commemorated the 25th anniversary of the full European Microwave Week. With the theme of creative microwaves, we were inspired by the architecture and the history of Milan, where Leonardo da Vinci was one of the most notable creatives. Attendance was strong for both conferences and the ex exhibition, and having two European microwave events in one year, Milan following London in April, was challenging for the European Microwave Association and Horizon House to organize, yet both events were very successful. And finally, AOC 2022 took place in Washington, D.C. in the fall. Very successful gathering with 2,600 professionals, and the theme was the EMSO Playbook. There were 140 exhibiting companies, and the symposium program had 84 keynote speakers, presentations, panelists, and moderators. The keynote session topics ranged from NATO transformation and DOD acquisition developments for EMSO to informational operations and artificial intelligence. So we hope everybody enjoyed our holiday cards. So turning to the news, there are a couple aerospace and defense announcements. The U.S. unveiled its first uh, bomber in over 30 years, the yeah. B-21 Raider. Big event. They unveiled it after it's been secret for many years. It'll be the new stealth strategic bomber, and they're trying to really update the three uh, delivery of nuclear weapons through silos, submarines, and now the stealth bomber. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh, they said it may look similar to an older bomber, but everything on the inside is new. That was a good description. And I also saw that the government of Japan announced that they will be collaborating on their next generation fighter with the UK and Italy. And so the Mitsubishi Heavy Industries has been kind of developing this for a few years and now they'll be collaborating with the defense contractors from those two companies. So it'd be good to see probably a sixth generation fighter from them. Yeah. 
What did you see in the news? Well, on the same aerospace and defense theme, the Artemis One mission was successful after several launch delays. The uh, rocket actually launched and the Orion spacecraft circled the moon multiple times and then came back to Earth. I think I saw it was 1.4 million miles that it traveled and then splashed down in the Pacific, coming in at like 25,000 miles an hour. So it was a real test of the heat shield. Um, and very successful. It's the first step on putting humans back on the moon. And I think, you know, it was so successful, and I think we get used to it, that we think it's routine, but it's really not routine. It's been many years, so it's good that we're coming back. Right. So now the Microwave Journal has a big announcement. Uh, my partner in crime for about eight years now, Gary LaRue, will be retiring at the end of the year. Very bittersweet moment for me. I hope he really enjoys retirement, but we're really going to miss him. Uh, Gary's been a mainstay in the semiconductor industry his whole career, worked at TI, Triquind, Maycom, and then Microwave Journal, so he had a perfect background. I love the way you describe yourself. You were one of the midwives at the birth of the gallium isonite industry, True. and you really develop, helped develop a lot of mimics, you helped develop a lot of technology, and uh, for Microwave Journal, you really brought a keen sense of business to the technical reporting, which was kind of unique for the first time. Um, you've been described as the best editor that we've ever had by a few people, and I agree with that. You really brought a lot to the Microwave Journal, too. You streamlined and automated a lot of the editorial processes, so that was great. And, you know, I think a lot of people use your LinkedIn postings as mm -hmm. their news feed for the industry to see what's happening, so that's pretty cool. You will be very missed, and it's been an honor and pleasure to work with you. Well, thank you, Pat. That's really kind to say, and it's been a tough decision. Um, I'm not sure it feels real yet because there's so much stuff that, that goes on. Um, it's been a privilege to work with you and Jan and Cliff and the whole team that puts Microwave Journal together. It's an amazing series of events, lots of details that have to come together. It's almost like making a semiconductor, and, but it all does happen every month on schedule. Um, I have a real sense of purpose with what we do. Microwave Journal started in 1958 it's really an archive of the industry. You mentioned the business sense. I think we're the only publication that covers the technology, the companies, the business, the market trends. And being part of that um, has been a, a real sense of purpose for me. And then on top of it all, it's been the most fun job I've ever had. I've never uh, regretted any of the things that I've been doing. So from that standpoint, it's, um, it's great. So making this decision has been tough. But I want more space in my life, so the only way to do that is to step back, and that's what I'm doing. So starting in January, I'll be on the other side of the camera watching Frequency Matters instead of here with you. So thanks to you and Carl for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And I want to thank all our viewers for your support over the years. I think the industry is in the best shape it's ever been, so take it forward. Well, we're not letting you off that easy. You will be working part-time for a few months to ease a transition, True. but I know you need more time to drink your coffee and your wine, so it sounds like a good retirement plan. As Gary rides off into the sunset, it is my pleasure and honor to announce his replacement. Eric Heim, previously of Strategy Analytics, will join us to fill those big shoes, which I'm sure he can do. Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Great, Pat. Thanks. I have been in the industry now for uh, going on 40 years. Uh, and I have a Bachelor's of Science in Electrical Engineering from Cornell. I have an MSWE from Northeastern. I've worked at a variety of defense and component companies uh, in roles ranging from design engineer through to uh, engineering management, uh, various marketing roles and business development roles. 
As you mentioned, most recently Strategy Analytics, uh, where I was a service director, technology and market analyst for a variety of semiconductor and defense markets. Uh, and it is, uh, I'm, I'm humbled by the opportunity to give back to the, the industry, if you will. Uh, Microwave Journal has been at every step of my career. So it's, uh, it's a big responsibility, it's big shoes to fill. We're trying to uh, replace Gary, but I look forward to the challenge and I am happy to be on board. Well, we really welcome you and we'll be seeing you at all the trade shows, so he'll be around. So I think that wraps up this episode. Our sponsor is RFMW, a pure play microwave and RF distributor. And we really would like to thank RFMW. They've been a strong supporter for many years now, and we wouldn't be able to produce such a nice show for you without them. I would like to wish everybody a happy holidays. We'll be back in January with another episode of Frequency Matters. Remember, if you're in the industry, Microwave Journal is free. Just go to microwavejournal.com and click subscribe. Thanks for watching, and join us next time on Frequency Matters.